So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Secrets. I'm your host, Javier. You probably already know that by now because you're listening to this. The the intro to this announces me, all that fun stuff. Anyways, hope you're having a great day, okay? If you're listening to this podcast, uh, this is technically the second episode. Hopefully, it comes out in the order that I'm actually producing this, but, you know, whatever. Um, so... First, I just want to say thank you for tuning into our podcast. And next, let's go and start diving into the, the today's topic, um, which is going to be about building a brand name. And this topic is it's important because I made this the second one for a reason. Okay, the second topic when I was writing out my 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 topics. Okay, so if you want a secret on how I do all this stuff about like how I like you know do marketing podcasts and stuff. Is that I just basically sit in bed or you know or whatever, but usually it's late at night when I can't sleep, and then I'll start writing all these ideas on my phone, and then I'll put it like on on my like uh, my notepad on my iPhone or like on Google Docs, and then I'll start writing like all these topic ideas I'm like oh this would be a good topic oh this would be a good topic or I heard, or heard about this or like oh this guy brought up this like I should talk about that that's kind of what I do and I'll start write up all these things and then I'll write what's called subtopics so there'll be a main topic that I'll be talking about and then subtopics and that's what I do. And then that's how I write 20, 25, 30 episodes ahead of time. And so you're like, well, what are you going to say during these? How do you know what you're going to say? All I need is like bullet points. So, the, so I have a screen over here. I look at it. And I have bullet points. And I just kind of like just regurgitate everything. And so this one is about building a brand name. <clears throat> so I cannot take credit for, for this part. All right. So all this stuff. I, what's the saying where like a good marketer. A great marketer steals, a good marketer borrows. Something like that. It's like a good mar- a good artist steals. A, I'm sorry, a great artist steals, a good artist borrows. Something, I've, I've heard this phrase. You probably know what I'm talking about. But it came from the phrase for artists. And so marketers, we steal stuff, okay? But I'm not stealing this. I'm giving credit where credit is due, okay? So I have a lot of marketing influencers that I love to listen to a lot. I've got three people that I'd love to listen to. Won't go into them right now, but one of them is the person that created this thing about um, story brand, about building a, a story, time, like a story, uh, like telling the story of your of your business, of your customer. Okay, and so that's why I'm calling this episode "Building the, a Brand Name." And so this person that created this like seven steps on creating that that story brand, his name is Donald Miller. Okay, and he's a company called Story Brand. Okay, and he teaches on how to use these seven steps uh, on creating a story for your brand, for your company that people can resonate with and then like they love. So before I dive into that, let's talk about story and why story is so important. Okay, story is how we all communicate. I mean, we've all have done this since the day of time. Okay, I hope that's the right phrase. Since the day of time, we've all told stories. Okay, and more stories come out whenever you're more intoxicated. You, you know, you've had a couple of whiskeys, a couple of beers, and all of a sudden these stories start flying, right? Stories about college, all sorts of stuff. But 
History was written in stories. History is a story. Okay? So just get this. If you can tell really good stories, you will win in this space, in any space in reality. But you got to tell really good stories. And these stories have to be simple. They have to resonate. They have to draw emotion. There has to be consequences for not doing the right thing. And there has to be like what success is going to look like. There has to be something that the character in the story is fighting against. Okay? And you're like, Javier, you're getting all intense in here. It's because I love story. Okay? So I love movies. And I'm like a movie freak. All the Marvel, Marvel movies, love them. Star Wars, love them. And they all kind of follow the same premise. Okay? Stories are, are amazing. I mean, I, like right, right now as we speak during this recording, King Richard hasn't come out yet. Okay? I'm looking forward for that movie. Because of the story of Serena and Venus Williams. I, I cannot wait to see that movie. Like, I, I get chills when I see the trailer. Okay? And so, if you can tell a good story and people get emotion, you know, whether it's a tear, whether it's like they get fired up, whatever that is, then you're going to succeed in, in marketing your facility management company. But you have to be able to tell the right type of story, too in the right context, in the right order. And so I'm building this all up because I want you to understand how much I value stories and how much you need to start changing your marketing approach. Instead of talking about you being around since 1974, you need to basically be relatable to where other people are like, you get me. You understand what I'm going through. Let me tell you more about my problems. Do you see what I'm saying? Being around since 1974 is not a story. It's a statement. But understanding how painful it is when your HVAC goes out in 110 degree weather in Phoenix, Arizona, and your employees are sweating and walking out. Do you see what I'm getting to? I'm now building emotion. That's how your story needs to go. Okay? How do you learn how to do this? Read. Okay? Watch. Like, best one, Olympics 2022. Winter Olympics are coming up. Winter Olympics. You want to hear the best stories? Watch the Winter Olympics. Or the Summer Olympics for that case. But watch the Olympics. Because what, what the media does a very good job is building these stories on these athletes about what they had to go through, the trauma, what they battled, you know, that they broke three of their legs. I don't know why they have three, but they broke their legs and their, their mom died and, and their dad was going up the mountain both ways to bring firewood. And, these story, and then you're like getting caught into the story like, oh my God, I can't believe he went. And, and for some reason you're like, I feel like you're speaking to me, even though you probably never went through any of that stuff. That's the power of story. And this is why building a brand name, in my opinion, this probably could be the most important episode 
at least right now. <laughs> so I hope I've built this up to where like, all right, Javier, just, just dive into this damn thing. All right, let's do this. So first thing is you need to define a character. You need a character. And this character is your customer. Okay. Now this character needs to be the hero as well too. This character is the hero, not you. Your business, your team, your sales team, your executive team are not the heroes. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. You, your sales team, your executive team, the people that go to the trade shows, that person that won that big business are not the heroes. I'm gonna tell you why in just a minute, but you need a person, a character, and they need to be the hero. And I'm gonna say this right now. Most of you have probably seen Star Wars. If you've not seen Star Wars, just go watch it. Just do me a favor, watch Star Wars. Watch um, Return of the Jedi, okay? Or no, watch uh, Empire, or like A New Hope. A New Hope would probably be an easy one. Yeah, New Hope. Luke, is he the hero or is Yoda the hero? Most people are going to say Yoda's the hero, but he's not. Luke is the hero, but he needs a guide in order for him to actually save the galaxy. And so Luke finds a guide and it wasn't Obi-Wan, it was Yoda. Obi-Wan helped him understand a little bit. Yoda was his guide. Okay? Get this so far? So you need a character. You need a hero. You need to know who your customer is. And you need to make them the hero. Your most ideal and perfect customer. Don't tell me that we work with any facility management company or any facility manager. That's not... That's you're not defining your character. All right. Think of it like this. My podcast is not targeting businesses. It's not targeting small businesses. All right. I'm not calling IFM small business. I'm just saying it's not targeting small businesses. It's targeting facility management companies. Okay, facility management companies. You see how like, I got really small, all right? And now you might be thinking like, what's well, a big, that's a, that's a lot of people in that space compared to SaaS, software as a service. N- yeah, it's very niche, very, very small compared to, mm, I don't know, HVC companies. I would say it's very small, okay? Not commercial, I'm talking about residential. <clears throat> so... Get very granular. Define your character, your ideal customer. All right? Ask yourselves in your, in your team, where are they located mostly? What are their pain points that they always experience? Um, are they male or female? They're probably going to be male. Um, this is a male-dominant space. I'm not saying females don't succeed in this space, so please don't take that any way wrong. Okay? I'm just simply saying, like, I want to say, like, 60 65% are probably male. Okay, so understand, like you, you got to know your demographics. I'm not saying that don't go after um, 
you know, facility managers that are, that are females, I'm simply saying know your demographics. Uh, know their age, right? Know what, how they, how they find you, how they find um, IFMs, how they find facility management companies, like, like those things. But get it to a point where you know exactly who you're speaking to. So that you can just close those deals like nobody's business. When I ran my my, my uh, martial arts and personal training studio, my niche was women between the ages of 25 and 45 with two kids. Not one kid, two. Okay, did we have kids, parents with one kid? Yes. Okay, but two kids, 25 to 45, married, two kids. Why? And sometimes dual income. Not all the times, but our, our, our program was expensive. So you had to have dual income where you had to make a lot of money. So that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, know your character. So, so define your character. Make them the hero. Understand that. You always make your customer the hero. All right? Number two, they need to find a guide. Now, this is where your company comes in. You become the guide. You are the guide. You are helping them. You're guiding them through figuring out this whole facility management thing, how to hire a facility management company or how to use your company to, to for you know um, window cleaning or for roof repair if they have you know if they have a certain need or whatever like but they don't need all your services they may only need one of your services whatever that is be the guide for them guide them through the decision making process help them understand. Um, on you know the challenges that they're going through, but like Yoda, you you need to guide them and challenge them, okay? And this is not calling them out. This is this is like, hey, have you thought about this instead? And the reason we bring this up is because we've experienced this, this, and this in the past, and this is what we, we, what we've came up with. You see what I'm saying? So when you're building your 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 brand name, you have a defined character. And you are placing yourself as that guide, okay? And this is where you're going to give yourself a little bit of credibility, okay? Not that you've been around since 1974, but that you've helped these brands or you've helped, you know, 4,727 facility managers improve their, their facilities in roofing. Do you see what I'm saying? Like those are ways to establish credibility and authority, not to say that you've been around since 74, okay? So doing those things helps, all right? It's like the person that's a personal trainer and then the person that's a personal trainer for Michael Jackson or Michael Jordan. You see the difference? I've been a personal trainer since 1974. Okay, that's cool. I'm Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Oh, you are. You're Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Do you see the difference there? That has credibility. Or I've been I've been personal training since 1974. Or I've helped 472 customers lose over 10,622 pounds in 12 months. Do you see what's happening? You're placing yourself as that guide because you're having authority. And so when you're building that brand name, you need to place yourself as that guide, right? Number three, moving on to the next thing, is that this hero, this character, 
is going through a problem and you need to know exactly what that problem is. And it's not just one, it's several, probably three, okay? No more than three. If you go over three, they're gonna feel like the world is a wreck. And I understand that facility managers, their world is a wreck sometimes because they're managing so many aspects of these facilities, not just roofing, not just HVAC, but like everything, okay? That breathing is like, it's like taxing, okay? And so, but you need to understand, you need to show them that you know what their problems are. Like, hey, I know how overwhelmed you are. I know exactly how you feel because, you know, you know, one of our team leads used to be a facility manager um, for, you know, Walmart and went through exactly what you're going through. Like, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, so you need to present these problems and you need to make these problems, make them big. Okay. Like going back to Star Wars, what was the big problem? The dark side. Okay. The empire was going to take over the galaxy. That was the big problem. So, I mean, you had Luke who, you know, who found Yoda and Yoda guided him. But, you know, Luke basically was facing a big giant problem. The empire was going to take over the galaxy. All right. But Yoda presented him a plan. Okay. And this plan is an easy plan. Three steps. Step one, you know, be one with the force. Step two, do you see what I'm saying? And so you need to present your character, your hero, your ideal customer, a plan. And it needs to be a three-step plan. And if you're like, well, there's more steps in our business, simplify it. Okay. It needs to be three steps. Step one, step two, step three. Okay. I can give you an idea. Step one, contact one of our sales team. Step two, discuss your facility management problems. Step three, manage your facilities with ease. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's that easy. But if you're thinking, but Javier, there's way more involved than just those three things. I know there is, but make it easy. Make it so simple that you are the solution. Luke followed Yoda because he gave him a plan, a plan that he could implement and do on his own. Okay. So it's important that you give a plan that is easy to follow and you want to define that plan. Okay. Yoda basically called it the force and gave him a plan on how to use it. Okay. Being one with the force, all this other stuff, like, but define it. So like, maybe it's like the facility manager's perfect, you know, perfect uh, execution plan. I don't know, but you give it a, a plan that's catchy. And the reason you do this by giving it a plan that's catchy is that it becomes, it sticks. Allstate presents a plan. You know, the Allstate guy, he talks in a deep voice and he, the, and then Allstate presents a plan on how they can help you against mayhem. Okay. Mayhem is their problem and they're helping you fight against mayhem. And they'll do anything to help you fight against mayhem. Do you see what I'm saying now? Like Allstate has done this very, very well. They defined their character, which is, you know, you and I, but they know exactly who that character is. And then they basically uh, showed them the guide. So Allstate is the guide. The problem was mayhem. The plan is their, you know, do this, this, and this to, to, to fight against mayhem. And then they call you to action. Call this number for a free, you know, for whatever, you know, like Geico does like, you know, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more. Okay. 
So after that, you call, after you give them a plan, you call them to action. Call them someone to action is like, that. essentially it's like what Yoda did is like, you have to go fight your, your, you know, your father. You have to fight Darth Vader. Do you see what I'm saying now? And so it, when you call someone to action, it's making them take, make a decision. And calling someone to action is a call to action like on your website. And so this strategy that I'm giving to you, you should use this on your website essentially. This should be like your website strategy. This should be your go-to market strategy. This should be like, this should be a lot of stuff, okay? So like you give them a call to action. Maybe the call to action is schedule a consultation. Maybe the call to action is, you know, speak with one of our team members, you know, but don't make it something that's like free, even though you would always give it free, like saying schedule a free consultation. Would you charge for a consultation? Well, of course not. Then don't call it free. Okay. Like what drives me up the wall when I see like, get a free roof quote. Since when did you charge for roof quotes? And if people say, well, that's, that's, that's a lot of time for us. Yes. So no one ever charges for a roof quote. Okay. So like if you're going to give something out for free, make sure you flip and charge for it. Otherwise don't call it free. All right. So, but a call to action is like schedule an appointment, you know, um, talk to our team, consult with our, you know, with, with consult with our team, you know, schedule a consultation. You know, those are words or phrases. And if you're wondering, well, what other call to actions should I use? Like look at other websites. Like don't look at other websites in your space, in the facility space. Look at other websites outside of the facility management space, okay? So use a call to action. And then the last two, number six and number seven, is that you need to show them what failure looks like. So if, if they don't, you know, follow, if, if they don't uh, follow your, um, you know, your plan and they don't take action, then this is what failure is going to look like. You'll experience this, this, and this. You know, when people don't work with our IFM company, you know, facility managers lose their hair, they have a stroke, and, you know, their team quits in, in two months. I'm just making this stuff up. But do you see what I'm saying? But that is what failure looks like. And when, you, when you're when you like, well, Javier, why do you have to be so negative? I'm not being negative. I'm being honest. Because here's the thing. Like, again, Star Wars. Think about this. What did failure look like? The Empire taking over the entire galaxy. But the flip side is, what does success look like? So then you have to paint the picture on the flip side. This is what success looks like. When people work with our company, this is what they experience, boom. When they work with our company, they experience this, boom. When they work with our company, they experience this, boom. And, and you share these things. And typically I recommend that when you're gonna go over like the failure things, that you don't go over more than two or three because it can become overwhelming. Two or three big failures. And the successes, make them like three or four, okay? What success looks like when they work with your company. Like Allstate does a good job doing this. Farmers does a good job doing this. Okay. Look at brands that make success and failure look very obvious. And you're like, uh, how can I make that work for my facility management company? And then that's, that's it. Those are the two, uh, success and failure. So to go through them again, you need a character, which is a hero. All right. And then you need to present a guide, which is you. So you need to have authority, all right? Not that you've been around since 74, but that you've done this for this. 
you've done this type of work for these types of companies and these are the kind of results that we got them. We solve these problems all the time. This problem, this problem, and this problem, probably three. And the plan that we use to solve that problem is this plan. It's called the blank, blank plan, okay? And the plan is very easy to follow. It's three steps. Step one, call us. Step two, schedule a consult or, or schedule a, um, you know, discuss your issues. Step three, you know, no longer deal with your issues. Like, like that, make it very simple, all right? And then the next thing, number five, you call them to action. Hey, to get started now, all you gotta do is click on this button. It says, you know, schedule consultation. All you gotta do is just call us at 1-800, you know, fix my stuff. You see what I'm saying? And then five, six and seven is show them what failure looks like. So, you know, companies that don't work with us experience this, this, and this, all right? Like companies that don't work with Allstate experience mayhem. You see what I'm saying? And the companies that work with Allstate experience success. And this is what it looks like. Boom, boom, boom. When you do this, this is how you build your brand. This is how you are now able to tell a story about your brand. And now you can brag about your brand without saying that you've been around since 1974. Because no one cares that you've been around since 1974. What they care about is what you've done or what you're going to do for your for, for them. People are selfish. People only care about themselves. And, and, and this is and true for every industry. They only care about what you're gonna be doing for them. That's it, okay? So telling people that you've been around for a long time doesn't really promote any kind of authority or trust. But telling a story that someone can kind of just put themselves in there and be like, man, this company gets me, man. Like, they know exactly what I need. I, I like, I need help with managing like these, like this West Coast area that these facilities are just falling apart when it comes to HVAC. And like, I can't find a really good contractor because they all suck. And I'm just, and I'm just stressed out. And my, you know, VP of facilities is on me, and he's got a, uh, I don't know what to do. And I, I just need someone to help me. That's what they're thinking. If, if you can relate to that person and write your website copy and tell your stories to those things that these facility managers are experiencing, those like immediate problems that you know for a fact that like it's this, this, and this. This is what I see all the time. If you can do those things, what that does, it changes your business and you're no longer competing with companies that have been around twice as long as you, Okay. You're now competing on your own terms. You've leveled the playing field. You compete on your own terms because you're telling a story that no one else can tell that same story. My story, completely different from your story. Another reason why my very first podcast was a story, was an origin story, my background on what I did. Okay, trying to build trust and authority, trying to build credibility, trying to build knowledge, but I also talked about my successes, what I've done, and then like the kind of plans I've implemented, what failure would have looked like had I not done this, what success ended up looking like. Like I did all that. Like this whole story thing was in that first episode. Not in the same order, but it was in that first episode. And so when you're doing this, 
your story becomes unique to your brand. And your brand is your reputation. And your reputation, people build affinities for that. And this is, like, think about this. There are people that only buy Nike because they have an affinity for it. There are people that only buy certain cars. People that only buy certain HVC type units because they have an affinity for it. Not necessarily because of like, well, they give me a good contract deal. No. There's certain things they only buy because they, they, they built a certain level of trust for that company. You see what I'm saying? When you do that for your facility management company, you've changed the game and you're no longer competing with other companies that have been in the space longer than you or shorter than you. You're competing on your own terms because your story is so unique and it's so resonating. And it really just like, it makes that facility manager feel like, man, these guys get me. Oh man, it's so easy to, is it really that easy to get started? Just, just do this, this, and this, that's, wow. That's it? I just gotta click this button? Oh man, this is easy. Do you see? Like, you wanna make it so foolproof that you are the only solution as well too. And so that's the, that's the last thing I wanna kinda of mention here is that when you're building your brand, make it very easy to get in touch with you. Don't have all these hoops and, and, and stuff. Someone wants to call you, give me your phone. You know, like, that's something that's important. Like, I'm not saying put your cell phone down there. What I'm simply saying is like, make it easy to contact you. Like, we all are sick and tired of dialing in for like, you know, a big corporate company and you're sitting on an 800 number that's like, you know, been routed to India or something. I'm not knocking people doing that kind of stuff. That's great, great work for other people. What I'm saying is, is that like, it's so complex. There's all these trees and, and all this other stuff you have to follow, the, you know, click four to do this, click nine to do that. I'm like, oh my God. Make it easy for people to contact you. If you want to win the sale, if you want to win the business, hey, Contact our executive sales team. They'll get you, you know, in touch with so-and-so, come up with a plan, and you'll be up and running by next week. That easy? Yeah, it's that easy. Okay? Geico does this. All right. And if you're like, well, it's it's that's different. It's not different. Don't overcomplicate this. All these things is part of building that brand name of your company. Okay? Make it easy for people to choose your business. And when you're doing that, they're gonna start raving about you. They will start marketing for you. They'll tell their other facility manager friends, like, hey guys, this IFM I'm working with, and people are like, ah, I can't stand IFM. I always hire individual contractors, it's the only way to go. No, nah, man, this IFM company, they're different. What do you mean they're different? This IFM company, I'm telling you, like, they do this, they do this, this happens, this gets done. Do they do that? Do they, you know, what, what, what's, you know, what, you know, services do they have? What's the response time? How do they handle that? And all of a sudden, people start buying in. They start telling their other facility manager friends. Okay, but the only way you can do that is by building a brand and a story that is easy to tell. Okay, a story that's easy to tell. So there's this quote. I'm going to read it here. Um, that I saw in one of these uh, Facebook groups I'm a part of. And it's from a guy named Seth Godin. And Seth Godin, if you're not familiar with Seth Godin, he is a very well-respected marketer. 
um, really well respected. Like, like people in the marketing world know who Seth Godin is. I've read several of his books. Anyways, this was uh, in a conversation in a Slack channel where it was an AMA, Ask Me Anything. And Seth Godin basically um, got asked, he goes, um, you know, Crystal asked a great question about B2B marketing. The secret in, in, is an understanding that the people who are buying from you are still people. And the one big difference is they are spending someone else's money. And your job is not to deal with their, their story. I'm sorry. And your job is not to deal with their story of money. Your job is to give them a story they can tell their boss. If you can't, then the only story that is available to tell their boss is either I bought what we bought last time or I bought the cheap one. If you're not the cheap one and you're not what they bought last time, then you need to bring them a story, a story that, that's about status and affiliation, a story that can tell their that they can tell their boss. Do you see what I'm saying? This is Seth Godin, one of the greatest marketers of our generation probably. Okay, he's talking about story. And the facility world, facility managers will choose one of two things, cheap or we used them last time. And they will bring those people to whatever facility management of whatever facilities that they're managing. So if they're managing Walmarts, they'll bring cheap or who they used last time. If they're managing Amazon, they'll bring cheap or who they used last time. But if you bring a story they can tell their boss, they can resonate with, and, and they feel like they're a part of, whew, it's hard to say no to that good story. This is why story is so important, okay? So I can't take credit for all of this, but I can take credit for how it's delivered, all right? So I hope you actually found this, this episode important and, and fun. I consider this as probably the most important episode because if you're not if you, if you're not building a story, if you're not building a brand, you're you're missing out on just dominating your competition. You're missing out on relating to your audience. You're missing out on like the Star Wars freaks, the people that just love Star Wars because there there's a story in that that people just relate to and they love it. And like that's me. I'm a freak about that. Like Marvel movies, same thing. Create a story that gives you an audience like those people. Okay? And then help those that audience of yours, help them throw rocks at their enemies. The people that they don't like. Oh, we'll support you on that. You know who does a really good job doing that? Apple. Apple phone. Apple watch. MacBook Pro iMac, another MacBook Pro. My wife has a MacBook Pro. iPad, Apple TV, Apple everything. They've helped me throw rocks at my enemies. Who's my enemy? PC users. <laughs> if you're a PC user, I'm just making fun of you guys. I'm just playing. But Apple has done a good job doing that. And so that's part of their story building is, is that they support you. And you want to do that for your facility managers. You want to support them. Okay? You want to help them. And when you make yourself the guide, trust me on this. You get all the attention. You will get all the attention. 
Okay. All right, guys. So I hope you guys found this episode really exciting. Um, I, I love I love story. I mean, I could talk about this all day long. So use this. Uh, if you have questions, let me know. Um, if you can do me a favor, two things is is uh, um, when you listen to this this podcast, please uh, make sure you uh, like like give us a, a five star rating. That'd be really good if you can give us a five star rating. I'd be super ecstatic. Um, and then the next thing is is that you know review it really quick. See if you know you know let us know what you thought of the podcast. Um, and then share this, like share with some other IFM companies, other people that you're, you know, that are in this space. Okay. Um, that would benefit from this podcast because the more people that we can get on here to, to, to listen to this podcast, cause my goal is really, is to really change the marketing game in the facility management world. Okay. My goal is to, is to really change how it's been done in the past and how to do it today. All right. My goal is to make sales easy. I want to help your sales team make more sales using marketing, okay? And if I can do that, I've done what I've done, um, then I'd be super ecstatic and super stoked. So uh, if you can do those things, that'd be great. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode uh, that we'll be talking about. Can't tell you um, what it is, but uh, uh, it's, it's quite a bit of stuff that we'll be discussing over the next uh, few episodes. But in, in the meantime, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And again, this is Javier uh, with Facility Management Marketing Secrets. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our Facility Management Marketing Podcast Secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.